Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Here we go. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Gentlemen, our first weekend since the bye week of uh, no Patriots football. Pretty enjoyable, huh? What a hell of a weekend it was. Yeah, I mean, this is arguably the most exciting um, weekend of football I can remember in a long time. Usually this weekend is awesome in terms of games, talent. You know, it's the best of the best going. And so it's always really good. Uh, but occasionally you'll get some blowouts, a couple duds here and there. But this one was stacked. I mean, I really didn't get to see a lot of the Bengals-Titans game uh, during the day on Saturday. But from what I saw, it was really good. What I heard, it was really entertaining. 49's Packers game, I was absolutely blown away by the whole game, especially the 49ers taking the victory. And then obviously, you know, the Rams-Bucks game, the Bills-Chiefs game were all-timers. So just an all-time weekend of football. Yeah, I agree. Especially, it was nice coming off to after the uh, the previous weekend where, where there wasn't really a lot of competition. It was dubbed Super Wild Card exactly. Weekend. Yeah, um, you get three games that are decided by three points, and then one game that went to overtime. And oh my God, that game! Buffalo Kansas City had to be the best, the two best quarterbacking performances I've seen in one single game, uh, maybe of my life. I, I can't recall one that was so impressive from. Two guys that just took over, and the defenses, it wasn't even on the defenses. It was just two guys playing at their absolute peak that are really superstars. Um, I put a little bit on the defense, just a little bit. A little bit on the defense, but, I mean, some of those throws, scrambles and throws, I mean, if you can't, if you let a guy scramble around like that and he can throw on the run with that kind of accuracy, just strikes. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Josh Allen a lot. I mean, both of them, really, but... Um, couple of Alan those plays, I was insane. just blown away. And that's kind of the – we're looking at the future of quarterbacking, and it makes me a little bit worried because a lot of these guys <laughs> are in the AFC. Yeah, literally. The There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them coming up. Holmes and Allen, then you've got Herbert and Burrow coming up, and it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, we need to find a different way to win against these guys because we can't play like that with Mac Jones. Yeah, that's a different animal out there. In that game, Josh <clears throat> Allen and Patrick Mahomes both led their team in rushing as well as those incredible passing performances. Both guys over a 90 QPR, over 120 quarterback rating, 300-plus yards, three or more touchdowns. I mean, just incredible top to bottom. I guess mm -hmm. first question, of the totality of those four games, which performance surprised you the most? I'm going to go first with the easiest answer, which is Aaron Rodgers pitch, oh, pitching yeah. an absolute dud at home in a divisional playoff game. Uh, everything was lined up for them to just kind of just take walk, everything. Just take it. It's at home. It's against California team. It's two degrees or whatever it is. They got injuries up and down the, the defense, particularly for their superstars with Warner and Bosa, both coming off um, game ending injuries the previous week. Everything was set up for the Packers to do well. And they came out. They looked really good off the, out the jump. First drive, touchdown. Second drive, they're moving the ball really well. And then yeah, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. And it looked then, like it was going to be a blowout. And that was it. That was the end that of the offensive performance. Yeah, they missed the field goal, right? Or it was blocked? Blocked field goal. They actually they connected with that deep shot to Aaron Jones right at the end of the second quarter. And that's Dude, what... they should have kept giving the ball to Aaron Jones. And Rodgers got scared and kept trying to throw it. 
to fucking what's his name on the outside who's unbelievable but was being straight up double covered the whole time straight which, up double covered which i can't believe doesn't happen every single play of every game Devontae yeah. adams is the name you're going for thank you yes yeah. Devontae. i know san francisco has a good defense but jesus come on you're supposed to be you know at least in the top three best quarterbacks in the nfl and you come out and you play like that i mean you look terrible <clears throat> he looked awful he looked awful. he looked like he didn't want to be there you know, the, and he's the got whole every, second half was terrible. He's got every excuse in the book, and he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. And it's, it's you know what's crazy to me is the the quarterbacks that are going to be on the market this offseason is fascinating. It's yeah. like four of the top, four or five of the top ten quarterbacks in the league could be changing teams, and some of the shitty teams we're seeing now could be really good next year. It's just uh, fascinating, and yeah. I mean now Brady's even talking about like. Or you're hearing rumblings about Brady could retire or, or even force his way out of Tampa. Um, it's it's wild. Wild Wouldn't weekend. surprise me. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers had – the game was literally – you know, granted you said he, it was his – or the Green Bay's for the taking. It was literally Rodgers for the taking too because their defense, I got to give it to them, played pretty damn good. You can say the 49ers offense kind of sucks or whatever, but Green Bay's defense was nasty. Um What's that dude's name? Number twelve or something? Number thirteen on the defense is like Rashawn something. Rashawn you know Gary. Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. Absolute freak. Not his number, but yeah. Not his number, but absolute fucking freak. 52. I mean, absolute fifty-two. <laughs> 52. Sorry, I don't want to say twelve there. Um, absolute animal. The defense. They let up six points all game. One or three of them being a field goal to to lose it. And uh, you know the the touchdown that 49ers scored was the blocked punt near the fucking goal line that they picked up and brought in and scored. It's like they had Rodgers had every chance. He got the ball how many times in the second half did nothing. Three and out, three and out. It's like, dude, you look pathetic. And it's sad that he's even trying to force his way out. It's like, oh, oh, because you're that fucking good, dude. Yeah, I know you're the MVP, but you've made it to one Super Bowl. Like you think you're going to go somewhere else and immediately win the Super Bowl. You haven't won anything. And this team has done everything he's asked for the past 10 years. Plus, he's the most disappointing player in NFL history of all time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Every, every single time, every single regular season, he's like a world beater. Oh, he's the best. He's MVP. He's the best quarterback in the league. And then he gets to the playoffs and he shits the bed every he single turns year. Turns into a little little puppy. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I heard a stat. Uh, uh, Tom Brady has as many wins as Aaron Rodgers does against NFC teams in the That's, playoffs. That's crazy. Playoff yeah. playoff wins. In playoff wins, yes. Playoff yeah. wins. That's absurd. Got, they both have ten, and I know Tom Brady's are mostly almost entirely Super Bowls. I mean, one year where you know, two years where they won <laughs> yeah. a game. It's like, what are you doing, man? Aaron Rodgers sucks. I, I don't care how good he is in the regular season. He Give sucks. him the MVP. Get all the MVPs you want. Who gives a shit? It's about winning Super Bowls at he's, the end of the day. He's going to go down being known as like the biggest. Long term bust, like I don't even know. Like they're gonna cut. It's gonna be the Aaron Rodgers. Like oh, you were Aaron Rodgers. He's an underachiever. Like, you were unbelievable regular season stats. Like you know LeBron kind of was at the beginning of his career. Unbelievable for 10, 15 years in the regular season. Couldn't win it. Da- you won one Super Bowl. And then- it's like a Dan Marino kind of thing. You know where yeah. you got this guy that's just head and shoulders talent wise above pretty much everyone. I mean now you can yeah. make an argument. That there's some some guys with as much talent, but um, I mean his whole career, it's been him and Brady, and it's just like, who would you rather have? I don't care about the regular season numbers. 
who cares about numbers? It's about winning in the in the playoffs. And I don't think anyone would ever pick Rodgers now, especially after this. And it's always home at home they lose. Yeah, you know? because he's, he always gets the. I think this was the first time you I, you guys might know first time in a while that the fir, the two first seeds lost. Uh, could be, could be. Uh, I remember Lamar Jackson's MVP season. They lost to the Titans. I don't know. I don't remember who was number one in the NFC. That You're year. talking about the divisional round. Divisional round, divisional yeah. Round, like yeah. number one seeds coming in and losing their first game, both of them getting eliminated. Uh, yeah, I don't have those numbers in front of me, but yeah, Tennessee was kind of a wild card or, or number one by. by yeah, that's that's crazy to me that they really got the number one seed. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, Dude, Tannehill sucks. He's he terrible. Died. You know what his dead cap number is next year? By the way. I hope a shitload. Like, it's like in the 50s. If, yeah, they, if they move on from him, it's in the 50s. 50 he's million. Yeah. He's really bad. <clears throat> yeah, a couple really, really ugly interceptions from Tannehill in that game. Story of that game for me was the fact that Joe Burrow got his the living shit kicked out of him. Nine sacks in the game. And I know yeah. you, you can hang a lot of that on the offensive line. Some, the quarterback's got to take some of that responsibility too. Not getting the ball out on time perhaps not identifying the defense or the blitz as well yeah. as he could have, but got the shit kicked out of him, stood in there, and got the game-winning drive at the end. That dude is tough as nails. Oh, yeah. He's, he's an you took the words, player. yeah. You took the words right, my, right out of my mouth, man. Nails. Nails. That dude, and in, in, uh, you even saw it in college. In big big moments, that dude shows up. And he's got a, a nice little arrogance about him. Um, yeah, he does. You know, He's got he's got kind of a swagger about him. I like I like what that. What say about the Packers? Very right very confident. Exactly yeah, I mean, they you look might. just you know you, the I know the game flow didn't go that way, but 1916, your quarterback throws three interceptions, and that's the difference in the game right there. I mean, from a game also, box. The Bengals have some players on defense. I was not really aware of how good their corners were. That that kid Awuze Awuzie. Oh yeah Awuzie, yeah. yeah. That yeah. kid's that kid's fucking good, man. That kid can play. And then they got Hendrickson that gets a ton of pressure. Um, yeah, Jesse Bates. They got some players over there. It's not I'm the ca- worst. I'm happy. I'm happy they made it. I'm happy. I was really looking for uh, Bengals, Buffalo. You know, and AFC Championship. Just new teams, new faces. Um, but yeah, which one? Which one you want to talk about next? The Rams. Uh, you just the, you like, just Chiefs hinted game. at it. I, I think the the biggest one, the Bills Chiefs game. That's a that's a classic. That game. Oh, insane. We're, we're going to be talking about that game for years. I mean, the just the look at the the last couple drives in this game. Let's see. Uh, going up to it now. The Chiefs got a field goal, and then Bills go 17-play, 7-minute touchdown drive. Chiefs come right back, 52-second touchdown. The Bills are like, fuck, there's a minute left in the game. Touchdown. And then the <laughs> yeah. Chiefs are like, I will see your 49-second touchdown and raise you a 13-second field goal. That was unbelievable. unbelievable. To score in, the, in that amount of time for the chiefs it was just like hey we Ridiculous. always talk about the same thing with the chiefs don't we always it's kelsey and hill kelsey and hill make the other guys beat you and it's always oh, yeah. kelsey and hill that won in the game literally in the the hill one you know kelsey's right up the middle he gets a good solid i don't know 15 20 yards but that wasn't the end all the worst was how they let you know especially don't let tyreek hill beat you because he's the one that's going to go for 40 yards, which he basically did. And, I mean, he, I, I think they were running a zone. It didn't even look like anyone was on him. Yeah. He was wide the fuck open. And the other thing is 13 seconds left. 
you are a bunch of fucking morons, the Bills coaching staff. They should have squibbed it. They kick it off into the end zone to run no time off during kickoff because at the time, the, Chief, uh, the Chiefs did have timeouts. They would have had to burn one of their timeouts there. What? And then no, they no. had. They wouldn't have had to burn their timeouts. They just would have had to return it and the clock would have started. Right. The t- clock would have started. They would have probably got down to 10 seconds. Probably you know, seven. Probably seven. Probably seven, realistically. And then on the play to Tyreek Hill, did you see where their safeties were? Out of yeah. the screen? Yeah. No. They were basically near the end zone. They were so fucking far downfield. And it's like, what are you doing? They don't need to go fucking 70 yards. They need to go 45. Yeah. And you gave it to them. It's the terrible defense. Same thing happened uh, for the Buccaneers when we get into that game. Just... I, I get it. These quarterbacks are awesome. They can do all kinds of things. But just dumb ass playing, like not being aware of the situation or what's going on from a coaching staff perspective versus the Chiefs who won. If you watch them on that drive, everybody on that offense knew what was going on. They were all getting to the line immediately. They were handing the ball to the ref, like all the shit that last week people were bitching about. Oh, they're handing the ball to the Cowboys gripes and stuff. Nope, nope, none of that. They came in. They knew what they were doing. The other team did, and that was the difference. Andy Reid saved all his timeouts, too. He did a really good job managing that game. Absolutely. Uh, The Chiefs got the ball with, what, a minute to go, and they had three timeouts. Um, That's forever for Mahomes. And Mahomes has been kind of hit or miss this season, but when the pressure's on, I mean, that guy. Still got it. Jesus Christ. You talk about talent. It's amazing to me. Who had him in at uh, Houston? Was it Houston or Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Texas Tech, okay. Wasn't it, like, Shanahan or someone, or Lafleur that coached I think, him. I think it was Kingsbury. Okay, Kingsbury, and they had a losing record with him. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> and then, and then Cliff Kingsbury gets an NFL job. They're like, oh, you've done so. You you couldn't win with like the greatest college quarterback you should have had ever. And oh, let's give you an NFL job. And then look what happens in Arizona. There you go. James is fired up about this. Fired up. Oh, I was fired up after these games. I was so confused at the 49ers one. I was fired up about that. I was fired up about the Bucks rams game. And I was extremely fired up about against the Bills game. And, you know, as we, we didn't really mention it, Chiefs go down in overtime, kick the uh, – or score a touchdown outright immediately. What do you guys think? Is this is this a problem? Are you fine with it? I'm fine the overtime with it. Rule? I'm pretty fine I'm fi- with it. Yeah, the overtime. I'm fine with it. I, everyone's freaking out about it. It's like you had you had a whole football game to fucking win. Whatever happens after this, like, good luck to you. Yeah, I've heard some things about the, the rule change that I like, um, if they do change the playoff format. I feel like you know what's – if the best thing I heard was, okay, you take the coin toss at the beginning of the game, and that determines who gets the ball in the second half, and that, the, that determines who gets the ball in, in overtime. And then – Belichick's thing was you play a full overtime period. Um, yeah, the ten minute if it's thing. Still tied, you go to another over and you play it out. No sudden death. The the I, ten minute rule, right? Yeah, but either way, it's it's you're playing until someone wins the game at the end of when when the, when the clock strikes zero. I like that. Um, I, like I don't that. like to see one team not be able to get the ball, especially with these high powered offenses. You played you played your ass off the whole game. You know it's been this way for a while, and you know what it is going in. So to bitch about it after the fact, it's just like, like yeah. kind of sounds like sour grapes to me. And it's gone both ways. We, where the Chiefs, uh, the Patriots played the Chiefs, and, and we had the we had we had the ball we and the we ball, scored, yeah. and it was game over. And and you heard them bitching, and now they're on the other side of the coin. And they're not and, bitching anymore. They're not bitching. Oh, surprise, surprise! But now Bills fans are bitching, and I think 
the uh, the entertainment factor of that game, a lot of people wanted to see Josh Allen respond to that, and it didn't happen because those are the rules. Yeah, and he, I think Josh Allen had a good response to it. He said, you know, um, you know, if I was on the other side of that coin toss, we would be the one celebrating. So I can't complain. He played a great game. I feel like uh, this really elevates him. He's finally gotten to the point where he realizes when there's a blitz coming, he can just run and run through people. I mean, he fucking lowers his damn shoulder when he's running through people. And he can get eight yards of play. I mean, fourth and one is like a joke for him. Uh, I saw someone say somewhere that he is what everyone hoped Cam Newton would be yeah. uh, at this point. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was absolute freak. I mean, he's definitely top five quarterback in the league after a game like that. He's going to be tough to figure out. I mean, um, but the over as for the overtime shit, yeah, I think if they want to play a 10-minute period, whoever gets the ball to start it, whatever, but it's a 10-minute period. So every, both teams are likely to get the ball, like extremely likely to, likely to get the ball. You just got a timeout or two, and I think at the end of the 10 minutes is either a win or a tie or whatever. I don't care. Um but I'm also, you know, we haven't been burned too bad by this current format. But like you said, we've known about it. You've had a whole game of football to play where you throw, have played terrible for a quarter or two. It's like, you know, do you really deserve more? Yeah, Patriots won a Super Bowl with that and advanced to a Super Bowl and won it also with the, the overtime rules. I don't mind it. I like the 10-minute the idea for regular season. I just think it's way more likely to get a tie. And then when you get into the postseason, if you're playing two or three overtimes, you saw how you saw how gassed those defenses were at the end of regulation. Yeah, I think like, I think another thing that's kind of go going overlooked is how much the Bills missed Tre'Davious White. In that scenario, you can, I mean, Tre'Davious White on Tyree Kill, you got a different story. I think. I mean, that's a yeah, great, I agree. Uh, I think they're really missing him, and their defense. I mean, it's tough. It's tough playing against those weapons, and especially when Pringles making plays and, and Hardman are making plays, and you have to count for all those guys. And then Mahomes getting free in the pocket, um, he was running like crazy. Uh, oh yeah, some it was of those tough to take down, man. But from just a, a viewer's perspective, I thought it was really entertaining, especially some of those strikes they were throwing, a um, hundred yeah. miles an hour while on the run. Pretty impressive. Yep, got a. Uh, steep hill to climb in the AFC with with those quarterbacks banging around. Okay, NFC, also Sunday. Weird dichotomy between Saturday and Sunday. The Saturday games, low scoring, a lot of mistakes, not great quarterback play, but still good games. Sunday, high flying, big points, uh, like lead swings back and forth, still some turnovers, especially in this first game. Rams at Buccaneers, halfway through the third quarter. The Rams are up 27 to three. It's over. Halfway through the third quarter, Bucks have done nothing offensively. Then the Buccaneers spend four minutes getting all the way down for a field goal. And yeah, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, you really you needed to get a touchdown there. I think it was like fourth and 11. It didn't make sense. So they went for the field goal. Smart move. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, well, you got to get the touchdown. Ended up being a, a big benefit to them in the end. But then at that point, it's like the Rams forgot how to hold on to the ball, and then Tom Brady did Tom Brady things, and all of a sudden it's a tie ball game with like a minute left. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah think, the Cam uh, Akers fumble was garbage, like complete joke. The yeah. snap over the head, it's like, are you guys kidding me? Like you snapped it over his fucking head or through? He wasn't paying attention. I guess it was on Stafford, but dumbass shit, you know? Dumbass shit. The game should have been over in the first half. The the uh, the Rams got the ball with a big lead, 
and they get down. They're about to just close this game out. I think it's about to be like 27 to three or some shit. And um, Akers fumbles on the one yard line. And I go, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> because how many times have we seen Tom Brady take advantage of something like that? Uh, yeah. And then they fumbled. I think they ended up fumbling the, fumbling the ball uh, five times or five turnovers they had. Four fumbles. Five turnovers, yeah. Four fumbles and, and a pick. I mean, you, you give Tom Brady that, and you pay the price 90% of the time. Um, they almost did. You know, and they almost did. They almost did. Yeah, I, I thought it was – they gave – the Rams, I've never seen a team try and blow it more than the Rams other than the, the Falcons – in that Super Bowl 2018 or 20, what is that, 2017, 2018? 2016 season. 2016 season. So it would happen in 2017. Yeah. And the Bucs almost did, you know, Brady did everything he had to do. Brady didn't look like he was into this game. He was getting beat up. He was getting hit a lot. And I thought it was funny. You know, Giselle usually doesn't like when he gets hit a lot, and she wasn't too mad up in the box. She looked like she was having a great old time. But, uh... You know, he was getting crushed, man, the whole game. And he just kind of looked dejected. He didn't look like he trusted Mike Evans for most of the game. So there's a thing there. And, you know, the other guys on the team, he was going to Gronk a lot. Gronk was getting hit. They were getting the shit kicked out of him by that defensive line. For him to come back, that's great. But I don't know. I don't know what it does for his future. You have, what was there, 40 seconds left? And the Rams drove down and kicked the field goal? Yep, 40 seconds left. I mean... Forty seconds. I mean, Stafford's pretty good, but you leave Cooper Cup wide open. Like once again, their best fucking player. Yeah, you leave. Good. I mean, yeah, I think someone slipped. Yeah, the safety. safety they put a safety on him who slipped, and the other safety didn't even know where the hell he was. It's like, can't you guys say, all right, make sure on this we're gonna we're gonna fucking double cover Cooper Cup. That doesn't go through anyone's mind. It should. Get it. it shouldn't be blitz the house. But it it should yeah they blitzed the damn house and Stafford even said after like that was the worst fucking play call but I don't understand like because it's all these teams it's not just one of them They're, the the Chiefs did it for Gabriel who had like nine receptions and 170 yards before that final drive the just let them go wide open same with the Chiefs same with the 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 Bucks it's like I don't understand it's a league wide problem and I don't understand it indeed hmm. uh, coaching I want to go back to uh something james said earlier the prevent defense fucking sucks and that doesn't prevent anything it doesn't prevent shit and that's not what tampa bay was in but that was being being called in the buffalo bills uh chiefs game and it turned out to bite them so hard like you're giving them way too much space and these guys are great after the catch um i also believe you said gabriel you're talking about gabe gabe davis with the four touchdowns so is that how you gabe Gabe davis is that his name gabe i thought it was gabriel yeah. yeah Okay, yeah, Davis. Same thing. I also want to point out that uh, Evans had some plays over Jalen Ramsey, like right on Jalen Ramsey. You're fake. right, dude. You yeah. gotta love to see it. You love to <laughs> see Ramsey when he when uh yeah Mike Evans hit that big touchdown down the right sideline, right past Jalen Ramsey. Didn't even put a move on him. Mike Evans not known for being a speedster. Yeah, ran right past right Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. No stutter, no fakes. Yeah. Right by him. Easy touchdown with, like, three minutes to go in the game. It's like, wow, that felt so good just to see him eat that. Yeah, yeah. why hasn't this happened earlier? No one and, talks more than Jalen Ramsey yeah, either. Just, no one talks more shit. Nothing Brady sounds better than the sound of his silence. Literally. Here we go. So He got smoked. Just, just to lean into this a little bit more for the, the Rams collapse here in the last 20 minutes of the game. After that Buccaneers field goal where you're like, ah, man, they really need to get that touchdown. There's now... Uh, 
There's three minutes left in the third quarter. It's 18 minutes in the game. Here are, from that point onward, the, the Rams fumbled and turned the ball over three times, and they missed a field goal. Those are, cool. And then they had a three and out, and then they scored the field goal to win the game at the end. Those are their last six possessions in the last 18 minutes. Yeah. I mean, and, and then the, Buc- the Buccaneers, who were down three touchdowns at that point, needed everything to go right. And here's what happened. They fumbled immediately, turned the ball over. Then they turned it over on downs. Then they turned it over on downs again. And then they scored two touchdowns. I mean, how many chances can you give a Tom Brady team to get back in the game? Yeah. And then, you know, they didn't, they didn't do it. Not many. I mean, they got lucky that they won that game at the end of the day. Yep. To give Tom Brady that many chances, I mean, how many times have we seen it? And, uh, you know, we'll see, man. I, the, these next round of games is, is pretty exciting, too. Um, Good teaser. San Francisco. Good teaser San Francisco's, Yeah. San Francisco's playing hard. Um, I like their chances against the Rams. I don't know about you guys. And so then, they played the Rams twice this year and I think beat them both times. Yeah. And that, that division, holy shit, huh? I mean, yeah, stacked big time. I, I don't know. I, I, I think Rams are going to take it. I think they have too much firepower. But well, basically, what I'll say is, I, I hope the Bengals win and the Rams get there, and then the bank, the Rams are going to collapse in the Super Bowl, and the Bengals will win. And there's a hey, great new team that nobody was expecting to, uh, to get there because I don't want the Chiefs to win. This is I think I'm, I'm rooting for the 49ers. Yeah, I think I'm rooting for the Niners and the, and the Bengals. Same. I mean. I, I can't I'm definitely rooting game. for the Bengals. Niners, you know, Jimmy G winning the Super Bowl would kind of suck. Why? And because uh, I don't think that? he's that good. I mean, he played like garbage until the literally the last drive where he needed a field goal of his, that game. He his, played. His thumb terrible. is falling off. His oh, thumb is literally a whoop de doo His throwing thumb is falling off. Tom Brady ripped his hand open the day before a game or two days before a game, and he played an unbelievable game you're comparing him to tom brady that's not fair i don't give a no. shit jimmy garoppolo your thumb's falling off <laughs> put in somebody else then so i would love well, to see got Lance ready to go exactly. exactly that's why i want to see the niners at least make the super bowl uh because what the hell do you do with trey lance you're like oh we just made the super bowl with jimmy garoppolo for the second time in three years so yeah, I think that it's not due to and then are you, they get rid of him? Are you going to get rid of him? You can't get rid of him. I mean, that'd be just madness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy situation. Hey, you know what's funny to me is neither of them could be quarterback next season. It could be Tom Brady over there. You know? You don't know. I mean, they've expressed interest in Aaron Rodgers. They've expressed oh, oh, interest. Oh, with the Niners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen over there. But either way, they have a good team around them. Whoever goes there, it's a good team around them. And Dude, their defensive line is ridiculous. Debo Samuel's a, a, a player, man. He's Holy shit. Greg He's Clark. arguably the best receiver in the league. I'll you say got the it. best tight end. You got you're just good everywhere, you know. Um, you know. At least you're solid everywhere, I'll say. Decent yeah. running game. I think they have their two best running backs out. Mostert and... Trent um, Williams is just absolutely dominating, guys. He had a couple bad plays, but most of them he just bowls people over. Mostert and Trey Sermon aren't playing. They're playing Elijah, what's his name, Elijah Williams? Elijah yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, they, they're stacked. They're, yeah. they're loaded. This good team. This will be a fascinating matchup. It's definitely going to be a super close game. Uh, it seems like McVay does have a weakness when it comes to going up against Kyle Shanahan. For whatever reason, Shanahan seems to, to have the better of that matchup. One thing to note, yeah. uh, opposite Trent Williams is a backup right tackle. Mike McGlinchey is out. And that's one of the reasons that Rashawn Gary was so dominant on Saturday night. Something uh, to watch. We'll find out where Aaron Donald wants to line up part of the time. 
Yeah, because they were well, lining him and, up all over the place. And Von Miller. Von, Von, Von Miller, Miller was, was dominating. And what's the other dude? They have another guy on the outside. Is it Quinn? No, it's Leonard Floyd. But Von Miller was oh. going on the against the right tackle, another backup for the Buccaneers. Tristan Wirfs was out of that game. Right. He got owned. They had, Rams had a couple guys out, too. I think Rapp and uh, was it Peters? or who, Who's the other corner there that, that they were missing? I forget. But <clears throat> that's an interesting matchup. I yeah. think that it's probably not the two best teams that could come out of the NFC. At the not at all. I thought, not at all. I thought the Packers would show up more than they did. Uh, their special teams is a real fucking problem. That's like the worst special. I thought our special teams was bad. That Going in, I think, uh, what's, what's his name? LaFleur was like, I hope our special teams doesn't cost us the game. I've never he heard that. He said that? Yeah. He's like, hopefully our special teams doesn't cost us the game. That's he what he said. literally Where's said that? I'm like. I've never heard a coach say that before. <laughs> and he was right. Yeah. They were that bad that he said it publicly. You know who Holy I... shit. That's amazing. And on um, the upside, uh, Bengals. Bengals are on fire right now. They yeah, got like weapons. It. They got weapons coming out of everywhere. Broadway Joe over there. And that's their special teams is great. That, that kicker is nails, man. The kid from Florida, McPherson. Yeah, the rookie, yeah. I'm excited, man. This is a fun time. You know, I, I wish the pass football. were still there, but this is... It this is, is fun, you know, going into last season without having anything at stake. It was, you know, obviously I'd like the Patriots to be there. But it was nice that I could just sit back and enjoy all these awesome games that I didn't really care who won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to freak out and be super biased one way or the other. I didn't really give a shit, you know. It was like, yeah. this is just it's got nice to enjoy some great football. Absolutely. It's nice to be a spectator every so often. I mean, it's tough when you have a rooting interest and um, your team shows up and like, if you're a Bills fan, this weekend sucked. This is, like, the worst weekend of football in years. <laughs> yeah. You know? It confirmed you have a superstar quarterback. Confirmed. You already, oh, you already knew it, but it's 100% nailed down confirmed. now. Uh, I love, just to say one more thing about the Bengals, Joe Burrow is easy to root for. There's something yeah. old school about him. He's got, he's got. I, we, we mentioned his toughness, but he's also got a knack. It's just like he makes plays happen. Some of that helps out uh, with the connection with Jamar Chase, but also the stogie after a game. What a great throwback. Dude, yeah, right? just ripping stuff. I just want him to win so I could just see that stogie hanging out of his mouth. It's like Larry Bird, Red Auerbach. He said he doesn't even like him. Whatever. I'm glad. Like, that makes like it him. even just, better. It's after a victory. That makes it even better. Let me tell you from better. experience, the more stogies you smoke, the more you like them. Yeah. You know? And I listen to, I don't know about you guys, I listen to Bill Burr religiously. And he's been lobbying hard to get Joe Burrow to smoke a stick with him. Because <laughs> I don't care what it's, what it's going to take. Oh, really? Man. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, there's just something about that kid that makes him easy to root for. Yeah. Um, good personality. Seems very down to earth. And um, But at the same time, there's a, there's a real arrogance about him that I think you need. I think a quarterback in the, in the NFL, you need to be – positive you need to believe in yourself and that kid's got all the, all the talent all the arm talent and poise that you need is it i'm worried because the afc is just loaded with these fucking guys well it took these guys a couple years you got to give mac a couple years josh allen was trash for two and a half years yeah but max ceiling is nowhere close to josh allen no but i think it could be could potentially be burrow if he figures that out that's true that's true i think it's i think it's a little optimistic but we'll see um 
Burrow's got a better arm, but dude, you can if he's if if he's down to work. I mean, he's got the other stuff. That's all it comes down on for Mac. He's got the chip on his shoulder, which is something that exactly he's got the chip on his shoulder. He likes getting hit. Like that's that's a huge plus. Did you hear what uh, Brady said about San Francisco? No. Basically, basically they're dead to him, and he always will hold a grudge against them for passing over him six times, and then having him go to a private workout. Um, with a bunch of local local kids, he he made the drive up from San, San Mateo, I think he's from. He and, said this, yeah, and they ended up going with Carmozzi, Giovanni Carmozzi, or whatever the oh, fuck that Car- kid's name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, a fat fuck. <laughs> um, and he's like, I'll never really forgive them. That's crazy, right? Like, hey, Tom, thirty-two other teams passed on you six times before you got picked. The Patriots passed on you six yeah. times. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's uh, it's his hometown team. He also probably you, knows that there's different ownership, different management, different coaching. There's well, nothing it, the but same. But it says so much about his mentality. Like he will use that to has to 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 motivate him. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though there's really nothing there in in reality, um, he he uses that towards like the animosity towards that team. I I think that's fucking great. So what do you think he does? Do you think he's keeps going? You think he's done? I think he's got I one think, more. I think he restructured his deal when he got that extension um, to push him another year so he could have control of where he goes. So I think that either he retires or he goes to a contender. I don't think he's going to be back with Tampa next year. Uh, it's just my opinion. I don't know. But it, the, the carousel, we always talk about the coaching carousel. I think the carousel of quarterbacks this offseason is the most fascinating it's ever been. Yeah, Brady Pittsburgh doesn't have a quarterback. Down. No. I mean, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, who, who reportedly wants out. Uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Tom Brady. I mean, am I, forget, I might be forgetting someone. Um, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, mid-level guys. Yeah, I think yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Ours, ours, be, both, both playoff players. I mean, you can't you know, you know, take that away. Jimmy G, if you cut him, dead cap is like $1.5 yeah. million. Yeah. Dollars, and he's owed like 23 So San Francisco doesn't have to bring him back. Dude, that, that's not that expensive either for a quarterback right now. Oh, God. You're talking about Brady going somewhere else, mercenary Tom. I, I don't think I could handle seeing him in a Broncos or a Steelers uniform. I don't think I could. I could handle him in a Patriots uniform. <laughs> Bring him back yeah, for one more year. Yeah, imagine if he came back for a year. I would fucking love it, dude. I That's think everyone would love it. Wow. I love Mac. I mean, I like Mac Jones. I love Tom Brady. I think but Mac Jones, a year on the bench behind Brady, would make him insane. The thing is, Tom ha- has all this control. And he wants. Oh, he's not going to come him. here and get that. But Godwin I mean, could, Godwin, dude, I think he'd be great with our receiver, Kendrick Bourne. He'd have as a player. He'd turn that dude into a player. <laughs> I think. I think we need another big piece there. You but guys I are. Too. You guys are dreaming. <laughs> dreaming. No, there's no way big. he comes back. I think he retired. <laughs> the odds of him retiring are way higher than him ever even thinking of coming back to them. I'll, I'll never stop. Hey, the day you stop dreaming is the day you're officially old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. There you go. How you I like think that? it depends a lot on Godwin, don't you? Like, if Godwin leaves. I don't think a... he likes Arians. I think there's some shit with him and Arians, and he's like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. I'm not winning you another Super Bowl. See you later. Arians he should go to Miami. Should... Arians should leave. Oh, God. Arians. He could go to Miami. Oh, I don't think he would. No, I think Miami's trying to signal that they're committed to Tua. Yeah, they want, They need to be. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, that's really interesting. He wanted to play till he's 45. He's 44 turning 45, I believe. Correct. So it's like clearly his wife doesn't want him to play anymore. We've been saying that for ten years. Yeah, so she doesn't have a say. 
He doesn't. Yeah, he says he <laughs> she doesn't have a say. <laughs> well, think about it. Like you're right. Like someone said that the other day on the radio. They're like, everyone's been talking about this and his wife for fucking a decade. She clearly can't convince him. Like, yeah, she she's d- not the one to do it. She's not the deciding factor. No. Like yeah, sure. Like oh yeah, I want to be with my wife. You could always say that, but it's like clearly that is no weight here. <laughs> not a deciding yeah. weight. Just based once on you, once you decide to retire, that's it. Like you can't come back after a year at that age. No. You would think, right? So I don't think so. Yeah, I think no way. He's probably he's gonna go out for a chocolate chip cookie for the first time in like fifteen years and be like, Oh my god, what am oh, I doing with my life? He must be allergic to so much stuff now since probably. he's avoided it for two decades. Yeah, literally. Okay. Yeah. Uh attack. All right, so the other thing, Granny, which you didn't know. Yeah, please fill me in live on the show. Live on the show. Sean doesn't know what happened today. This is live. What are we recording? Tuesday. It is the 25th of January, 2022 here. Saints coach Sean Payton steps down. Steps down. Steps away from the game. Unsure what's next. Wow. He's what been do you think f- about that? He's been there for 17 seasons. Has it been that long? 16 or 17 seasons. Because he was definitely there during Katrina, which was 06, I think. Or it was 05. It was 05 because they reopened in 06. Okay. Tom Brady to the New Orleans Saints. Byron Leftwich, new head coach. No, he doesn't like Leftwich either. Watch him bring Josh McDaniels. So Sean Payton steps down. Yeah, you're right. 16 years, Sean. Wow. So that might mean, I mean, number one, there's a coaching vacancy in New Orleans, a team without a a quarterback. Uh, a lot of it's only 58 it's not like he's as old as bill though yeah but 15 years at the helm there maybe i I gotta think it's curious timing uh no it isn't why did he wait a couple weeks i guess he was deciding it's a big decision his heart's no longer in it that's that's the report i heard his heart's no longer in it he wants to go to another team where it's fucking easier and they have a better shit around him right now so he doesn't want going to be in some kind of commentating or or uh and so he would be fantastic but he said he's stepping away he didn't say he's retiring it's not like i'm done being a football coach he said he doesn't know if he's done with football yet this all right so you got to remember where he came from which was the bill parcells staff in dallas and bill parcells stepped away from about four different jobs as a head coach and so did Bill Belichick. And came Bill, back three times. Bill Bill, Bill Belichick stepped away from the Jets and signed with the Patriots. He resigned. He resigned and signed with the Patriots like a day later. Okay, so there you go. But my point is that coaching tree, this is what they do. No, no. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. But Sean Payton and Belichick didn't overlap, to my knowledge, unless they did. Oh, but Jets. they're still from the same guy. So you're t- so like I'm saying he's, he's, doing, st- he's doing Bill Parcells things. He's stepping away. He's yeah. going to take a breather for a year. Yeah. We'll see him on TV. And then next year, there's going to be some job that he's really going to want. They're going to pay him out the wazoo, and he's going to do a great job. And then he's going to step away from that four years later. Yeah. I could see him getting hired this offseason as an NFL coach. I don't, think so. I don't know which then one he would take. He would take the Cowboys have... job if that opened. The Bears job's great. I would I would say that Denver would be a nice team to go to. Um, as what do you think as... his players are thinking right now? I'd be pissed. Be like, Jesus <clears throat> Christ, our team sucks. This dude just left us. Yeah, he was the best yeah. thing on our team. That's tough. I mean, Dennis Allen might get a head coaching look somewhere else. Their defensive coordinator, they might get gutted. They're going to get gutted. That's, <sighs> do you think it's a bad job, though? They don't have a quarterback, but they have a good team, good the, defense. The quarterback. Good offensive line. 
that's the thing. You need the court. How are you going to get the quarterback? They've mortgaged the future. The cap yeah. is is heinous. They're on a roller coaster. I think that's cap. why he left. They owe like sixty million against the cap this year. He's probably like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. It's got to be future picks. Future picks for for something. Uh, a coach and a quarterback, or yeah. you know, that's the only way I can see them making things right. Because the defense isn't bad. They got some good weapons there. Kamara Thomas will be back healthy next year, assuming they don't trade him. Um, it's not a bad team. They got a really good offensive line. Uh, Dude, they're gonna have to gut that team. Yep. Let's be serious. Yep, they're gonna. Have I don't to know how it. much talent they're gonna have after they have to get down sixty million bucks or whatever. So push thirty. Their their championship window is has like one or two more years with Kamara at what is he like five years in the league? A lot of miles. Uh, same thing for Michael Thomas. Who knows if he's gonna get along with anybody in that building? Lattimore in the same age range. Cam Jordan, a little bit older, getting into his 30s. Callaway turned out to be a pretty decent player. Um, yeah, Lattimore is a good player. I don't they know. They are $74 million over the cap. There you go. It's a train wreck. It's a train they wreck have, in the cap. Okay, I'm just going to go over some some quick numbers here. Keep that it are quick. Keep it quick. Insane. Michael Thomas, dead cap number, $22 million. Cameron Jordan, $21 million. Terran Armstead, basically $13 million. Taysom Hill, $19 million. Andrus Pete, twenty-four million. Dave Onyemata, ten million. Ryan Ramchek, thirty-seven point seven thirty-seven million. But he's great. He's really Alvin Kamara, twenty million. Marshawn Lattimore, forty million. Marcus Davenport, ten million. Like and it keeps going. It doesn't Taysom Hill, out. nineteen million. 19 no, it's his, million. that's his dead cap number. That would oh, okay. that's what would accelerate if you cut him. Okay. Like, I get it. They're, they've guaranteed a lot of money to a lot of guys. They are fucked, dude. They are <laughs> fucked. They're going to have to trade these guys away. I mean, I don't know how you deal with those numbers. Well, you got to pay it. Because if you I mean, trade them, then some of that gets accelerated. Well, because you're, pay- you're paying four guys over $20 million and none of them are quarterbacks. You, you're not naming the... Uh, are you talking about cap hits now? Actual cap hits. There you go. Sorry. Elaborate on that. To over Four guys over $20 million, real cap numbers, real money. Uh, what they're being paid, and um, none of them are quarterbacks. Yep. The Rams are just like that, except one of them's a quarterback. Yeah. And that makes I mean, a, lot of, in a lot of difference. Patriots last last season with Cam Newton, we had, what, one guy making $20 million? It was our guard. Well, uh, he wasn't making that much. Wasn't he, wasn't uh, Tooney making 20 No, he's making 15 Okay, so we didn't even have anyone making 20 No, rarely uh, have we. I think Tom Brady might be the only person who's done that. In mm-hmm. the okay, so that's a shocker. <clears throat> uh, all right. Wow. Coaching carousel. Quarterbacks are on the move. Continues. Uh, and we, we're we not even in the offseason yet. We still got the championship week to look forward to. Who you got for yeah. picks? Yeah. Who you got for picks in this game, huh? Huh? Who's going to Bengals and Rams, as I said earlier. Wow. Straight up Bengals. Bengals are, what do you mean? Oh, like I know. Points? I know you want them. Right. You think they're going to win? Oh, yeah. Wow. Good for you. I want, I want Bengals and 49ers. I think we're going to end up with Rams and Chiefs. And I don't want to see that Super Bowl. I mean, I'll watch it, but... Yeah, it's not going to be that great if it is I that. I really can't stand either of those teams. Um, I guess if I have to pick, I'll go Rams. Cause, just because I want them to win. But Patrick Mahomes looks like he's ready now. He looks like he's probably going to win this one. Yeah. Um, I think that they're probably the favorite, right? The Chiefs. After Probably. that performance, I mean, some of those fucking plays, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, 
But yes, don't sleep on the Bengals. They just beat the Chiefs. Remember I like that the Bengals, game? man. I want Remember the that game? They just beat them a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. tied up, and then they, they beat them. So they can do it. They know they can do it, which is half the game. I want the Bengals to win, and, and I feel like that isn't much of a stretch. When I, when I just look at Joe Burrow, I feel like he could win a Super Bowl, and I don't know what it is. It might not be this year, but I feel like he's, he's if you put a Super do Bowl it. with someone, like I'll put my money on that guy. He's a fucking winner. That guy is a winner, and I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Yep, there you go. I'm going Niners Chiefs. I think it'll Ugh. be a rematch from two years ago, but Ugh. I would much prefer Bengals Niners. So look, let me say it's I not gotta, gonna go gotta, the way we thought we think because this whole last weekend I feel like didn't go the way anyone thought. Dude, I was 0-4 picking teams. I picked tight, uh, Titans, Bucks, Bills. Oh, who's the other one? Packers. Packers. I picked all there four. I was 0-4 for the first time I think I've ever been. In the week before that, everything nobody expected to happen happened. Like the same yeah. shit. Like, you know, been a lot of wonkiness in these playoffs, and I think that's going to take continue in one of these. One of these games is not going to be what you expect. I don't know which one. I hope both. So back to the Patriots real quick, if I may. Um, Devin McCourty. I, I had an argument with a guy today on online. He said Devin McCourty should be re-signed for what nine million dollars, and he's a, he had a great season. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think? Did he have a great season? I know he had a seventy six by PFF standards, but he had a couple of real stinkers in there. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about the the Cowboys game, the Jets game, and uh, one of the Jets games, and the other one was the Texans game, and especially the Bills in the playoffs. And the Bills in the, the last game of the regular season, I, I thought that for getting paid $12 million this year, he was really disappointing. And I, I like him as a, I love him as a player. I mean, what he's done in his career is um, commendable. I think he's mm-hmm. maybe a Hall of Famer. I don't know. But uh, did you guys think he had a great season? Um, I think he had a good season. I think he had uh, some good games, and I think he had some of his worst games of his career this year, which makes it like – yeah, it was it was an all right season. Definitely not one of his best. Definitely not worth the the money he was paid. And I think if we re-sign him, because he is up for contract, it's going to be not a lot of money. I don't. I mean, at least I would hope it's not a lot of money. I mean, anything over five or six million, I feel like, is just way too much. Yeah, so. and he's played his whole career as a, uh, not his whole career. I mean, he was a corner when he came in, and then they switched him to free safety, and he's very fast free safety. Um, he's one of the one of the quickest free safeties I can think of. I'm just like, <clears throat> some of these plays that I watched him get beat on and then some drop picks throughout the course of the year. And uh, I know his missed tackles were low, but there's a lot of tackles he should have been in on that weren't missed tackles. They just, a missed tackle is recorded by you actually trying to tackle the guy and he got beat on them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't show up in the, uh, in the scoreboard or, or in the stats, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, you can't say it was a great season. Because we've seen Devin McCourty have great seasons, and it didn't look like this one. Yeah, literally. Uh, I thought he had ups and downs. I think he probably wore down towards the end of the year. One of the problems with uh, evaluating his play is just the way that the camera's set up to watch the game, where he's always out of screen. Like, you can't hey, see 20 him. 20 yards downfield. He's 20 yeah, yards downfield. Yeah. Uh, in terms of him coming back, he, uh, he currently, so they did one of those void year deals with him, the same they did with Brady. Yeah. So he's still mm-hmm. counting against the cap for next year for six million which is a lot um if they do re-sign him they could spread that out further so that's an incentive uh and then the other thing is who else is that player the only guy that i can think of who is a center fielder type safety 
could be Jalen Mills. And yeah, then you're pulling from cornerback where you might lose JC Jackson. And then if you move Jalen Mills to safety, who the hell is going to play corner? Well, I think that in free agency, you could get Jesse Bates. And I think that's a, a very similar player to what Devin McCourty does. Uh, Jesse Bates for the, for the uh, Bengals. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I, w- I would assume they would bring him back for at least one more year. And I would be okay with that. But I just don't, I'm not okay with saying that he had a great season was was yeah. my point you know i mean i think i'd like to see mills go to safety because i think he's a better safety he's plays better at safety and that's why we brought him in here but he went to corner just because a numbers game and then we were gonna have to revamp the corner corner room if if you let jc walk and that's that i mean we can find corners we've found so many corners didn't find any this year didn't find any this year but you know uh, that happens too so uh, bill has a way of you know that's one of the talent positions he really can identify talent. I feel like, like he's definitely had his bombs with yeah. Cyrus Jones and whoever in the past, but not in the second round. Do not draft not the second round. a safety in the second round or corner. Or in the corner. Second. Yeah, but don't do that. Undrafted late round picks. He's all of them. That's a misses too. I mean, that's safety. It's like Josh, Joshua Bledsoe didn't even play a snap this year. I remember uh, Jordan Jordan Richards was touted as like, oh, what a steal he was in the third round. Terrible. We barely ever saw him. He was uh, a second round pick. Second round. Was he second? Yep. I mean, that's that's high. He barely Brutal. played. Um, Harmon. You got Christian Barrymore yep. at the same place he got fucking Jordan Richards. Yeah. Not that high, but pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you throw Gronk into that conversation as well? Yeah, literally. Yeah. So cornerback's well, definitely going to be a need they need to address in the offseason. Need to build, build some depth there and build some high-level talent as well, which could start with retaining our own players. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Devin McCourty's definitely a, a big name that's on the market. His twin brother, Jason, continued to play this season, even though he had to go to Miami to get a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like their fates are intertwined, and maybe they both decide to hang it up at the same time, or maybe Dev wants to get the same number of professional seasons as Jason, who started a year earlier. So maybe he stays on for another year. I don't know. Yeah. I do think that $6 million in cap, where they have the ability to extend it, if they extend his contract, that's going to play a role. Be nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. I agree. I agree. All right. Anything else we want to cover before we uh, wrap up this episode, championship week episode? We're good. We, good. good. We did it. We did it. All right. We will wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week. See ya. Adios.